Claire Chittam is here to talk television. Kia ora, Claire. How are you? Susie, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, good to have you with us. Um, now, this is a, a, a goodie that you're starting with, uh, Beef on Netflix. Have you seen it? I have seen it. Yeah. I thought it was brilliant. Um, oh, good, good. So did I. Um, and uh, I thought it was worth talking about. It's just been nominated for 13 Emmys in the latest, uh, in, in the 2023 Emmy Awards, wow. sort of alongside your... Succession and White Lotus and Ted Lasso lineups. So I figure, you know, when it's up there, um, it's definitely worth talking about. And yeah, I binged this whole series last week. It's outstanding. I absolutely loved it. Uh, it's got a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, which, you know, people seem to care about. Mm-hmm. Um, but Beef is on Netflix. It is a, a 10 part dramedy uh, that they call it, although I'm still finding it really hard to describe this show to people. Um, it stars the comedian Ali Wong and um, actor Stephen Yen as sort of the two protagonists uh, in this crazy ride um, of a show. Uh, Ali Wong is an Asian American comedian. Some might know her from her Netflix specials, Baby Cobra and Hard Not Wife. Um, she's got a sort of searing comedic comedic style, which I think is sort of perfect for ending up as the lead in a show called Beef, which does refer to uh, having beef with somebody else. Um, in this case, it is uh, an incident that is incited by a, um, a sort of an incident of road rage, something close to my heart. Um, it's probably the only place I get the angriest, you know, in life. Um, <laughs> and Stephen Yen was uh, not out loud, but always with the windows closed. Um, unfortunately for these two, the windows were open. Um, Stephen Yen is an actor who was sort of already famous from his lead role in The Walking Dead. I haven't seen that show so I didn't really know him but I really loved getting to know him through this crazy show um and I think the chemistry between these two actors is really one of the things that holds this whole thing together their own talents uh, as actors and comedians really shine um I think their ability to sort of share their vulnerability along with their kind of innermost demons is has made this is one of the things that made it so watchable for me um so to give you a little bit of background Beef is set in Los Angeles. Um, Ali Wong plays Amy, who is a sort of incredibly hot, trendy entrepreneur with a bespoke plant business. And she lives in Calabasas, which was, of course, made famous by the Kardashians. And she's married to this ridiculously good looking um, uh, artist husband. They've got an overtly trendy home. Um, Everything about their life is sort of visually covetable and wealthy. Um, And... Danny, on the flip side, is a sort of flaky construction worker who's struggling to make ends meet in LA. He's struggling to find enough money to fly his parents out from Korea. His younger brother's staying with him, who sort of hasn't quite gotten to college yet. And then he's got his his hilarious uh, cousin who just gets out of jail um, and comes to stay with him and is sort of filled with all the all of the harebrained money-making schemes that one might expect from an excitable recently released inmate. Um, and so Amy and Danny uh, couldn't be from more two more totally different worlds and they encounter each other both having a particularly bad day um, with this example of road rage, this one moment that kicks the series off, um, an altercation in a car park, and it kind of sets off this chain of events um, and starts this show and this ride, which I just think is so wonderful because it is so unpredictable. 
Um, for anyone who watched the series Atlanta, which I've talked about on this show um, multiple times because I loved it, it sort of feels like Beef has done with Asian culture a little bit of what Atlanta did with African-American culture in that they have put it in a in a show on screen that is um, just overtly um, atypical and completely original and unique. Yes, it is set in the Asian-American community and world, but it's not... It is certainly not uh, typical. It doesn't have the kind of tropes that I think we might be used to in that genre of storytelling. Um, and again, totally original in its tone. Um, the tone of this show is kind of hard to describe. Yes, it's described as a dramedy, um, you know, but I, I actually stole this quote from The Guardian because it kind of says it better than I can. Um, this difficult to categorize script is not quite comedy and not quite drama. It's a dark existential thriller about cynical people confronting a deep sadness within, um, which I thought mm. described it really. Do you agree? <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's a very good way of putting it. It's, it's one of those that I suppose you, you, you kind of think in your, um, maybe not your wildest dreams, but you can think you know what would be the next surreal step that this plot yeah, could yeah. take and then it takes it and then it takes it and the surrealism and absurdity is I think what becomes so uh, addictive um, it's kind of bonkers it starts out in a, as a very sort of slightly typical anecdotal sort of comedy um, with a great setup and these characters all seem quite interesting and you kind of want to hang out with them and then it sort of melts your heart into a bit more of, of a family and a relationship drama then it kind of becomes a cat and mouse chase it leans into deep levels of anxiety and mental anguish it becomes sad uh, it it, it's romantic and it then sort of becomes an absurd surrealist tragedy. So I, I don't want to say too much more about the plot than that. Um, I think it's just a ride that that is well worth going on. I think everybody will find something to like about this. Um, it's set in a little bit of the art scene of LA as well. And they kind of, you know, there's a piece of art that is um, an original piece of art that is actually being painted or drawn by one of the actors in the show. There's a lot of, they use a lot of their own real world stuff. Um, the actor who plays uh, Amy's gorgeous husband, Joseph Lee, is an, is an artist himself and he kind of plays this, he's sort of the eye candy of the show, fluffing around in these incredible fluffy cardigans and making terribly bad sculpture. Um, but he's an artist himself. Uh, David Cho, the actor who plays Danny's very angry cousin, uh, is himself a famous artist who's also made a lot of documentaries for Vice and is kind of controversial in his own right. According to Wikipedia, he may or may not have been held in prison in Japan for a few months. Um, still unconfirmed reports. You've got an, an amazing supporting cast. Um, Maria Bello is a beautiful actress from, um, she was in the movie A History of Violence. Um, she's under, I don't know if she's underrated. I think just we haven't seen enough of her. She's incredible. And she's been nominated for an Emmy for her performance in this. She sort of plays the wealthy billionaire who is both intoxicating and toxic. Um, yeah, I just think it's a, a ride of a show. I highly recommend it. And um, my favorite quote from this final incredibly surreal uh, meta sort of episode is Danny yelling at Amy going, see, you are proof that Western therapy doesn't work on Eastern minds. 
you know, they listen, they lean into both sides of the coin in in every sort of every angle and mm. aspect, and I love it. Mm. Um, so that's Netflix, ten episodes. You get a lot out of it too. There's a lot of mm. there's a lot of meat on those bones, if I dare to use a, a beef pun. Great, terrible beef pun. Love it. Um, so certainly that's well worth a watch on Netflix. Uh, what about Full Circle on Neon? Yeah. Um, okay. So Full Circle is a six-part limited series that's been made by HBO, or you know, the purveyors of quality. It's available to watch here on Neon. And the whole thing is directed by Steven Soderbergh, who for film buffs, that's sort of what caught my eye about it. He's, you know, a very prolific director. Um, he started out with his film Sex, Lies and Videotape. He went on to direct Aaron Brockovich, Traffic, the Magic Mike series, the Ocean's Eleven series, the Girlfriend Experience. Like he is uh, always making something. And so I always, I'll watch anything that he's directed. Um, Full Circle is a thriller. Uh, and it sort of involves a wealthy and successful white Manhattan family who seemingly have it all. And then on the flip side of the thriller is this collection of criminal pr- criminals sort of from a community that I hadn't seen represented so specifically on screen before, which is from a country called Guyana, uh, which is nestled in between Brazil and Venezuela in South America and has very close cultural ties to the Caribbean. And that is the sort of community that is um, that it's set amongst. Um, Claire Danes, one of my faves, uh, plays the successful daughter of a sort of famous celebrity chef who's played really well with a ponytail included by Dennis Quaid. Uh, she's married to Timothy Oliphant um, from Justified fame. And, you know, they're all very recognisable. We've certainly seen this kind of the wealthy family that seems like they have it all on screen before uh, living in Manhattan. Um, but on the flip side, this collection of sort of both gangsters and innocents who are all sort of originally from Guyana uh, have been entwined into a crime linked that was sort of occurred in the past and it has been brought to the surface again through sort of a couple of events. Um, That side of the the sort of um, caper is led by the wonderful actress called CCH Pounder who people might know uh, as she played the police captain in The Shield uh, she was also the lead detective in NCIS New Orleans. She was an avatar. She is delicious to watch on screen. Like you just eat up every facial expression from her. Um, her mission in this show is sort of driven by her religion, her spirituality, and her connection with her culture. Uh, she believes that a curse has been placed on her family, which is explaining all of her troubles. And for the curse to be lifted, a ritual must be completed in return, thus closing the circle that has been opened, hence the name Full Circle. It's another show about retribution and revenge, much uh, darker and more serious take on it. Um, it sort of reminded me of another great HBO series called The Night Of, but I don't think it hits quite as perfectly and elegantly as The Night Of did. That's an incredibly um, uh, just genius script. This gets a little messy and a little confusing when you're trying to hang on to the threads of what's happening. Um, but there is something about the world and the visual kind of color that Stephen creates that keeps you wanting to watch. Again, it's a six-parter. 
Um, it's it's exciting and interesting and um, vivid. Uh, there is some new actors here that I had not seen before give just standout performances, and they really are what elevates this um, show. Claire Danes is great. I think she gives a slightly more restrained performance here than um, the sort of mad woman we all got used to seeing in Homeland. Um, but again, very good with her elegantly New York poised mother. And my favorite standout from the show is the actress Saisy Betts, who, if anybody watched Atlanta, uh, would know her as Donald Glover's baby mama in that van. And then she also became much more famous through her character Domino in the Deadpool movies. She plays the sort of iconic character of a bitter, angry cop, so to speak. But in this, she's a bitter, angry postal inspector. Um, in the US, obviously, postal service inspectors are federal agents, so they have the ability to investigate crimes and arrest people. But she's just shown her range in this and cemented herself as a great actor um, worth watching in this. She is brilliant as the sort of angry detective that takes us, the audience, through the sort of slightly messy cycle of what the hell's going on. Um, so again, highly recommend, even though it does get a little confusing, you do get a satisfying ending Steven Soderbergh paints very beautiful visual pictures with lighting and uh, dark sort of vivid colours that help bring this whole cultural kind of world to screen. So highly recommend Six Parts on Neon. Hmm. Okay, that sounds like a goodie as well. Um, we don't have an awful lot of time, but a quick mention of Jury Duty on Prime. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to say, I can't make too much of a comment about it, but Consider if you want some light relief, because I, I feel like we need a lot of light relief these days. Um, I just started watching Jury Duty. I only got through two episodes yesterday and it's on Prime. It is a reality TV show where that's set in the jury world. Um, but everybody is an actor except for one person. So basically they have created a show and I, I liken it very immediately to The Office, the American version of The Office. If you like that kind of comedy that's character driven, situational, very funny characters. But there is one person in this show that doesn't know it's fake. Everybody else does and everybody else is in on it. And it's brilliantly told. Um, very funny immediately. I like belly laughed out loud and uh, apparently it sort of was a slow burn to start in the States, but now is getting heaps of traction. So I thought I would throw that in as a recommendation for people to watch if you want to laugh because it totally made me laugh and I'm looking forward to binging that one. Wow, sounds a bit like the Truman Show, almost. Yes, yeah. exactly what it's been likened to. Great star turn by James um, Marsden in it, who totally takes the piss out of himself very successfully like it takes a good actor to be able to play the nihilistic and narcissistic version of himself knowing that he's doing it so that everybody can laugh at him yeah. but also doing it in front of a real person who doesn't know that he isn't like this and so there's there's a really beautiful um dichotomy of experiences as the as the watcher you're in on the joke mm. but you're also watching a comedy yeah, loved Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Good stuff. Thank you very much. That is Claire Titham there uh, with her TV recommendations for us here on Afternoons on RNZ National.